What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. the 95th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Yo, I am sitting here trying to get the freaking DirecTV thing on my iPhone to work. I forgot my password, so I can't log in, and I can't watch the Thunder game while we live stream. It's almost halftime, they're tied up, and I want to watch the Thunder game. But, <laughs> but, did you see the Thunder game the other night when Russell Westbrook went just freaking bananas? I didn't, but I heard about it. Didn't they it, come back from some ridiculous number down yeah, or something? they were down 25, and he ended up bringing them back in like a quarter and a half. It was, it was pretty impressive. It was quite impressive. Yeah, I seem to remember you saying in Discord that you guys had a good season, and then, you know, 30 minutes later, you were all excited. Yeah. It was either you or Ordrun, so I don't know. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Uh, so, yeah, this is, uh, this is not sports talk tonight, but we do have a little bit of sports to talk about, but this is also the birthday edition of the Shattered Order podcast. You had your, your birthday. birthday. No, you had your birthday this past week, and my birthday's this coming week, so this is the episode smack dab in between the two. This is our middle of the birthdays podcast. So happy birthday to you, friend, early. And happy birthday to you, sir, late. All right, well, to yesterday and today were not birthdays, but they were also something that I know... People that listen to this podcast know that me and you would be interested in that is the NFL draft. So, indeed, quickly, I just want to say that that first round, uh, two things. First round, super excited about the Cardinals. Second round, super excited about the Lions. I couldn't, the center that the Lions got in the first round, okay, fine. I like linemen. Not what I expected, but uh, the Cardinals trading up basically trading nothing to get uh josh rosen was amazing i was pretty impressed that they had to give up as little as they did to get him and uh yeah that was uh that was that was surprising it was a really good move they obviously need a quarterback he's probably 
He's probably a second best quarterback in this draft because you know, Boomer Sooner, uh, my boy. Because my the boy second, Baker. because the number one best guy went three. <laughs> uh, no, he's he's probably third or fourth. Um, for me, in it's, your but, estimation, yes, in my accuracy. not quite in every NFL analyst estimation. That's fair. That's fine. I'm I'm not a big Sam Darnold fan. Just. Not not really that impressed. I really like Rosen. I really like Baker, and I am big on. Uh, oh my God! Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Flacco's replacement, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yes. I'll say that second round pick of Carryon Johnson. It makes me really happy for the Lions because that dude looks just like Le'Veon Bell when he's running the ball, and. I can't wait to watch him. Yeah. Understandable. So, uh, I was, and I was pretty, I don't know what the the car, the pack, whoever, one of those teams, the Packers <laughs> got in the sec first round, but their second round pick annoys me because that dude's awesome. So that's actually what's kind of interesting about the Packers. So they have taken two, two cornerbacks so far in the first round. They ended up moving back four spots. Uh, and gaining a first round in, in 2019 and a seventh round this year and gave up a third. So, I mean, they uh, I mean, they got a hell of a deal from uh, from the Saints. I don't know why. They, I mean, they got Davenport, good good player, but two first-round picks, not that yeah, good. They got Davenport. Someone ever was like, was there any worry that that dude was about to be taken? Yeah, that was odd. Yeah, apparently, and uh, yeah, and then they uh, got uh, the other cornerback who everyone was expecting to for sure go first round. Got him in the middle of the second, so that was pretty awesome. I'm pretty happy with it so far, and moved up to get a inside linebacker in the third. So uh, I'm I'm pretty happy with the Packers so far. Yeah, I'll bet I'm happy with the Lions. They're not doing anything bad. So yeah. linemen are always a good pick. Especially ones that the Bengals were about to pick before us, so we snatched them anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Bengals. Okay. Say we go ahead. I was going to say, the Bengals got an offensive lineman, which they desperately needed for Joe Mixon to turn up this year. So. Yeah, true. The. So I want. This is more. So we're moving on. We're continuing to roll this train, get it started. But. Uh, this isn't exactly Swaga related, but Close. it definitely could be in the future because we all know the Phoenix are in the game, Thrawn's in the game, um, maybe other characters from Mebels in the future might be in the game. Ahsoka Tano's in the game, the uh, Fulcrum, she's from the Rebels. It was announced this week, or yesterday actually, that there is a new Star Wars cartoon coming this fall called Star Wars Resistance. And it's made by the same guy that did Rebels, Dave Filoni. So I'm pretty stoked for this. Sounds awesome. Yeah, I 100% agree. I am. Uh, I haven't read into it too much, but we kind of knew that there was going to be something new coming. You know, just because uh, was it the um, Rebels is over now, so they obviously had to replace it with something. And we're kind of curious what that next thing would be. And, well, it's going to be more of a new era type thing. So, very cool. 
Yeah, so it's pretty sweet. As uh, A. Lewis pointed out, he also did the Clone Wars cartoon, so he's got a lot of awesome cartoons under his belt. Nice. But this one's pretty cool. I guess uh, his grandparents, or his granddad and his dad were both pilots, and uh, so this one's about oh, kind of cool. like a dogfight pilot following one of the pilots of the Resistance um, and their journey, basically the journey of these Resistance ace pilots in the times leading up to The Force Awakens. So, pretty sweet. That'll and another really part cool. to it, Oscar Isaac, the guy who plays Poe, and Gwendolyn Christie, who plays Phasma in the movies, are providing the voice acting for their characters in the cartoon. Nice. So I thought that was pretty sweet. So we know that Poe and Phasma are going to be characters in it. That's good to know. Yeah. Well, I'm really hoping that uh, we get some good Phasma character development. And yeah, another no funny kidding. thing we were talking about in Discord is uh, one of my buddies was like, if Rose is in it, I'm not watching it. And I said... Well, you know, maybe they'll actually flesh out that character a little more if she were in the cartoon. You never know. Yeah, any fleshing out of that character would be, you know, an improvement. So, A plus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, I guess we should get into this. Hey, guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? I was... Uh, I was quite excited about one thing that I did this week. That was seven starring Darth Nihilus. Yeah, nice. I, I have been waiting on that one for a while. Um, it's a long farm. God, it's a long farm. Uh, you know what really <laughs> helped, though? What's that? Something we're going to get into later. All these new hard nodes. Or, the, or these extra hard nodes, but yeah, Ooh. so uh, I actually ended up rebuilding my arena team. I am now using Empire, started working on Darth Sion, and it did way better on defense than what I was running. And Who was your leader? Before I was running RJT with Droids, Kenobi, and Hermit Yoda. I hit 60-something the other day, and I was like, okay, that, yep, that's enough. So I uh, made the switch to Empire last night, and it did much better on defense. But, man, I got into those top teams, and I just couldn't win. So I'm not sure. There's um, there's a couple teams that are freakishly good in my arena that are CLS leads with Han, Thrawn, R2 and old Ben with a Zeta and man, they are tough. They are so freaking tough. I'm kind of tempted to maybe switch to that team and see how it does. I, I don't know. Cause my Darth Scion's only gear 10, three star, um, you know, early next week, I'll probably be able to get him to gear 11, four star, but he's, I think he's just a little bit too squishy at the moment. Yeah, Girton's tough for tanks. Still better than some, but... Yeah, for you know. sure. Uh, and I really need um, a bunch of those. Uh, the Mark III thermal detonators. I need a bunch of those and a few more stun guns. So I'll get there eventually. But outside of that, yeah, not really a whole lot that went on in the game. Um, I got some footage of one my uh, Leia lead team that I use in Phase 2. 
I'm going to make nice. a bit of a video on that and kind of post that. A couple of people asking me about how I use that, so that'll be cool. And then I am so close, so close, and I guarantee you by next week I'll have it. And that is um, being at 3 million GP. Super close. Nice. Very cool. I got a lot of ways to go, but yeah, that's fine. I'm almost to 2.6. So Are you? Nice. We're, we're working our way there. Getting there. It's all these ships. The ships are what always screwed me. So now that I've been working on ships, shooting up like oh, crazy. Yeah. Makes a difference. Yeah, for sure. What about oh, yeah. you? Especially all that GP. Okay, so last week I said I finally hit that 85,000 85, guild event currency mark that I was waiting for. And so I started... Grabbing Hoda shards every time I remembered during the refreshes. So I went from 23 out of 145 for Hoda to 7 star in 6 days. And I did not unlock until I hit 330 shards. And I went from nothing to 7 star this morning. So that felt pretty good. So now I have Hoda and Wampa 7 stars. And Guild Event Currency can go to whatever I want it to. So I'm pretty excited for that. That's pretty awesome. I'm a little bit jealous, not going to lie. Uh, I think Sunday or Monday I'll have Wampa at 7-star, so I am barely yeah, this TB's, you. Uh, this TB's extra currency will definitely help. Beyond that, so I got Hoda now. I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to gear him, but I just got... I also got crew to gear 12 after we were talking about gear 12s last week, so my crew is pretty beastly with his... With his Zeta on his unique, it's a really nice, um, well, let's see. It's a really nice tank spot for a, my arena team, so I'm using that and loving it. Um, I got crew to gear 12, I got Fox to gear 11, and I was starting to move on to Phasma to get her to gear 11. And then something else happened this week, and that's kind of shifted my uh, my gearing priorities. We'll talk about that here in a a little bit, but yeah. So that's pretty much all I've been doing on my main account. But the other, the other cool thing was this week on my B account, I got a seven star Millennium Falcon, and uh, let me just say that thing is crazy good. Um, nice. Since I got it seven star yesterday, you remember that sweet combo I was talking about last week with Thrawn. Ghost and the Millennium Falcon? Uh, yes, I do, actually. Yeah, well, I was using it at six stars before, and that was usually taking out most of the team and leaving, like, one or two and red health, and then the the enemy capital ship would immediately take a turn and bring in a reinforcement, so I, I pretty much had the game won. I just had to take out the two smaller health uh, ships and then the full health ship, and then it was over. With a full team for me. <laughs> now with the seven star Millennium Falcon using that uh, that same combo, totally annihilates the other team every single time. Really, like the damage increase from going to seven stars is just so much that it just wipes out the other team every time. Now, no, kidding. I I am loving it, dude. That that it. I hate playing ships on my main account. I love playing them on my B account just because of that combo. <laughs> At least until Ships 2.0 comes out, which we'll talk about also later. 
But uh, until that happens, Indeed. I'm going to be playing the crap out of this combo, and I'm, I'm swear I'm loving it. Sounds pretty but, awesome. Uh, yeah, pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, seven-starred Millennium Falcon after starting it the day it went to a hard node. So long grind, got it. Now I'm trying to figure out if I want Holdo, Zombie, or Wicket now in, in Dark Side hard nodes, but I'm not totally sure yet. So hmm. I'm thinking Holdo would probably be the best for me right now because I don't have Night Sisters on my B account, but I have Resistance. So, so who we are shall see. Uh, who all are you farming out of the hard nodes? And uh, I guess. Has any recent information changed your strategy there? Um, so, hey, recent information makes it harder to do what I want, but it's also a good thing. <laughs> I so nothing's really changed after the update, except for hopefully it pushes forward the timetable a little bit. But on my A account, it's still Reaper, Mother Towson, and Wicket. On my B account, it's still Reaper and Shore Trooper and probably Holdo now. So with the increase that we're going to talk about later, the amount of energy it takes to farm more than three in a day pretty much leaves you no energy for gear if you're not using more crystals, which I think was the idea Mm -hmm. with what we're going to talk about. But uh, it makes it impossible to grind gear as well, so... I'm sticking to three for now, and we'll uh, we'll go from there and see how things go. Smart how strategy. About you? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's changed things for sure. But because before I was refreshing the nodes or the you know node attempts on three different ones, and now I'm only doing it on one just because I don't have the energy to get through and farm everything that I need to farm. Yeah, so, for sure. I'm at fifteen. 15 out of 100 on Wicket, so I'm hoping to get him done pretty soon, be able to, you know, start getting those extra Zetas, and then once he's finished, what I'm going to do is start uh, doing refresh on Mother Talzin's node. That way I can get her up a little bit quicker as well. Gotcha. I like it. Makes sense to me. Hope so. it makes sense. Yeah. It does. We'll see. Last thing, I'm back to RJT in the arena again. I'm just too indecisive. The other team was falling way farther than my RJT was at this point. So your Wampa team? I'm I'm back to my RJT Wampa team, but instead of Kenobi, uh, I put Crew in. So oh. Crew Wampa RJT BB8 and R2, and that team has is uh, holding a lot better than nice my Rex team was. So I can deal with it. I can deal with that. So very good. Yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, I've not had good luck with Rex whenever I've tested it, so. I mean, it, it, it was great on offense. Like, I beat everything on offense, but uh, defense, absolutely dropping like a rock, so. Yeah. Rather than have to fight up even further every day, I'll just uh, stick with RJT for now. Cool. Solid strategy. Solid. Well, that's from a movie. I don't remember which one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So lead. Um. So before we get into this next, hey, thing, you sound really, really good. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Would you? Do you want to know? Fantastic. Why? I would love to know why you sound so crisp and clear. Yeah. Please tell me. So uh, let me digress a little bit. So 
Here in the next week or two, I'm going to have an announcement that I'm pretty excited about. Slightly related to what we're about to talk about. But, um, I'll just say, it's kind of interesting, like, so we've been doing this podcast for two years, almost two years, and, um, Almost, man. I'll say that I am looking at starting another one, and it is much different the second time around, like, knowing stuff about editing audio, but more importantly... Having a wonderful microphone that allows you to capture great sound and, uh, you know, some headphones to be able to edit with and all that good stuff. And that stuff all comes from our good friends at Blue Designs. And uh, if you don't know, we use the Blue Designs Spark SL Blackout. It is absolutely amazing. It is a fantastic microphone if you need one. Um, I know a lot of people out there have Yetis uh, from Blue and... You know, use a lot of different blue products. Even if you don't, there is a product from blue that you absolutely must have, and that is the Compass. This thing is absolutely spectacular. It is the like most incredible mic stand that there is. It's just, it's fantastic. And love uh, it. Yeah, I. It's been a little life changing. Not gonna lie. See, and <laughs> what's great about it is if you want one of these lovely mic stands or a set of awesome satellite headphones or a microphone, whatever you need, go to bluedesigns.com and use the promo code SOPOD and you can get 20. Yes, 20% off of your order. And, uh, you know, just let them know that we sent you. Yep. It's a good deal. You'll love what you get. No doubt about it. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. Alright, so, on the second... It's not second. I think I left a number out of here. On the second, fifth, 25th of this month, they put out an update. So that was, what, Tuesday or Wednesday? I... Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday. Yep, that is correct. So Wednesday, they put out an update with a lot of awesome stuff in it. So I want to talk about some of that cool stuff. Um, there's There were a couple things in here that I did not... Well, there were a bunch of things in here, actually, I did not see coming, but... Yeah, that's um, no kidding. Yeah. So, first thing, right? This is weird. Overview of this whole thing. They had... It was the Bounty Hunter rework. It's here. It's ready for us all to use. It's great. It's awesome. We're going to talk about them next week. The reworks, or we're going to talk about them next week because that's when Bosk's coming out and we think it would be cool to talk about them all at the same time. Plus, there's but, just a lot to talk about anyway. <laughs> plus, you may have heard that there were like 1,400... Uh, YouTube videos with dev interviews, so we want to kind of get into those before we go over reworks. So Indeed. we're going to go over that stuff today and the reworks next work. But the biggest thing about this update was reworks. And I thought this was pretty crazy. Um, well, let me first, before I get into what I was totally leading into this whole time, let's not skip this first part because I think it's kind of crazy as well. Daily login for May. Han Solo, Rancor Reward Han Solo is the daily login. A little for me. odd. A little odd. Catch off guard? 
Yeah, I would have expected some, you know, like Captain Han Solo or, um, you know, one of the Storm other Stormtrooper Han. Han. Yeah, maybe not Stormtrooper yeah, Han because man. he was already logged in for this month, but the raid character being a login just seems kind of weird. I know they've kind of they kind of want to get the raid streamlined to some degree. I would think now that there's three of them, but geez, this was just really surprising. It makes made my ears perk. I'm a little curious what you know if they have something in store for yeah, something that might require. Han. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess we'll see, but yeah. So that's that was that was interesting. I wanted to hit that before I got into what I was leading into, which was that for the first time a marquee character was announced. The date was given for that marquee character, but we are able to use that marquee character before two weeks before they even come out. And they did this contract tutorial to teach how contracts work in the game for these new bounty hunter reworks. And you were able to use Bosk as a leader for this event. I thought that was kind of cool. So you not even before he even comes out, you got a chance to use him and see his kit and uh, kind of get an idea of what he was all about. And I can tell you this much. He looks like a ton of fun. Yes. I, he looks super awesome. Um, yeah, it was really cool that we actually, you know, got to got to use them. You didn't get to use any of your characters, but they gave you a team that was already geared up and everything. So that was actually really cool. Uh, so, you know, we got to use them here, and then we'll get to use them again next week in the Marquee event. So, yeah, just kind of really trying to bait you into getting you some Bosk. Get, get your Bosk. Who's the Bosk? I'm a Bosk. Indeed. Are you? <laughs> that's what you need is a shirt. I'm a Bosk shirt. Dude, that's... We'll talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, along with the contract tutorials, there is two new events. And these things are... I'm excited for them. We already had one of them, so we can already talk about, about it. But uh, there's also another one after that. Galactic Bounties event. This thing... Ooh is cool um basically unlocks at 75 for 80 plus players uh five tiers giving out different character shards and those character shards that they're giving out for this event cycle so for the first two they're keeping them with the same characters but they said that in the future those characters should cycle and be different they don't know how often they're going to be different but it's a ultra rare event or it's a rare event so i would assume that every time they came back they're probably going to switch what the bounties are and what character shards you get for them. That's pretty cool. But there's, but there's five tiers, so it starts at easy, and the other end is deadly. And uh, it's just from easy to deadly, sliding scale of uh, hard or of uh, ex- difficulty yep. throughout there. Um, they, they, I thought it was funny. They put in there at least twice telling people that this was a shared event so you only get two attempts no matter what tiers you do so yep. make your decisions wisely um well that was part of the reason why they gave two was so that people wouldn't screw up and like do a lower one and then realize oh that was my only attempt so i i think they said going forward it's only going to be one attempt but they gave you two on yeah, the first one they'll give us two on this one and then the one that starts on may 4th next week okay but, 
any other time it comes back, it's going to be one attempt, and then Crystal refreshes for other attempts. Interesting. So, what was the highest tier that you attempted, and what was the highest tier that you beat on this thing? The highest tier I attempted was IPD. Um, I got about 30 seconds into it and realized my bounty hunters really suck, and then uh, I attempted easy paplu and i beat that twice nice <laughs> not not a bad because strategy i tried the wampa tier because i need some wampa oh shards. boy i'm 25 away oh um how'd that go <laughs> well i will tell you that tier or wave one of it is very difficult i can't tell you how tier two or wave two is because i never made it that far so, uh, after getting completely smashed a couple times, I ended up going to the IPD tier. And I actually made it to wave four twice. I just was completely unable to do anything because only Boba and IG-88 survived. And they were promptly um, dismantled. So, I ended up just <laughs> going back. I didn't attempt the Rolo or Han Solo ones because I didn't need their shards. So, I just went to the Paplu event. And uh, and wrecked that one. So, yeah, I got 20 Papaloo shards, which I actually could use. And, uh, yeah. Well, that worked out good for you then. Because the only one I needed shards for was IPD. And uh, could not beat it. So, Papaloo, thanks for the shard shop fodder. So, we'll see. But the... Uh... Yeah, so first one was the 26th of yesterday. Second one will be May 7th. So I was wrong. It's not May 4th. It's May 7th. The next event we are going to talk about is actually May 4th. But this comes back May 7th. So uh, maybe by then I will have my bounty hunters in a position to get some IPD shards. That would be nice. But I'm working on it. I am working on it. Bleedo is my guy right now. Uh, Yeah, that does not surprise me. Um, he's, uh, he's pretty cool. I, I guess we're going to, we'll talk about him here in a second. Uh, so the boss monkey event, special holiday, May 4th. Everybody knows what May the 4th is. So we'll be getting boss that day that I believe that's next Friday, which will be great. Uh, (laughs) this is something they changed. So. Stays open the entirety of the event so you can play with the character and decide whether to purchase or not. That's a pretty cool thing. I know that's something that people had asked for, and we got it. So another one of those things that people were hoping to get that CG gave to us. So pretty happy that they were listening once again. So I will yeah, take for that. Sure. Indeed. Yeah, I would too. Uh so he's gonna unlock at two star, and you'll get enough to actually get him three star. Pretty typical on these marquee events. Nothing too terribly surprising. This is what I'm excited about. Yeah, dude, I am so pumped. This is great. It, it is my favorite event in the entire game. My favorite game mode probably is assault battles. I love the assault battles. They're so good. It's just. It's a challenge, it's different, it's it's all you, it's mm-hmm. eight waves of, you know, tactical hell trying to get through it, and, I mean, you can't 
redo an entire faction and not bring an assault battle with them, right? So what they did is they now have the Rebel Assault Battle. And in this one, you get to use Bounty Hunters or Imperial Troopers. I'll probably test with Bounty Hunters and switch to Imperial Troopers after I fail to try and beat it. Uh, you get <laughs> different bonuses depending on team used, it says. So uh, the Bounty Hunters, they have uh, a bonus, many disintegrations. Gain a bonus turn with 100% uh, crit hit. I assume that's critical uh, critical chance. Chance hit. Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed, Critical chance. basically advantage, and uh, 100% defense penetration. Defeat an enemy with this buff and gain 100% offense stacking until the end of the battle. So, this is going to be one of those things if you can, um, you know, just be a little specific. I'm not exactly ha- sure how this is going to work, but if you can use that to your advantage to kill off as many people as possible, you could get some nice stacking offense, which is probably going to be kind of important because that's kind of how they built the bounty hunters. Yeah, I would say, depending, looking at these two, because there's another ability for Imperial Troopers, right? And looking at what they are, I would assume that you're going to want to use, like they may have done something in this assault battle to make it so that you actually want to use these abilities so that at the end you're in a place where you have a better chance to beat it. Because we'll talk about the other one here in a second, but towards the beginning of these battles, the enemies are a little weaker, right? So I don't know what the cooldown on this ability will be, but you'll probably want to keep using it every time it comes off because A, you're going to get a bonus turn with it with 100% crit. Yep. So if you can kill someone off with that hit every time in the lower sections or have someone that's been hurt a little already so that you can just finish them off... And get that stacking offense. Hopefully by the 8th wave, you've got a lot of stacked offense on someone or everyone or whatever. Yep. To take out that last tier on the the hardest tier. And then also the... um. So let's just talk about Imperial Troopers real fast. So the Imperial Troopers is called Rapid Fire. Hold, hold on, real quick. One thing I am kind of interested about, about this Bounty Hunter special buff... Is if like IG88 or Boba Fett or somebody, if they have this buff and do an AOE and take out multiple people, like say if they take out three people, is that going to be 60% offense or is it only going to be 20? I don't know if it's per enemy defeated or if it's you defeat an enemy with that buff, you get it one time. That's going to be one thing. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting. Yeah, finding out that will be very helpful for sure. Indeed. All right, go ahead and tell us about the buff for Imperial Troopers. So Imperial Troopers is getting something called Rapid Fire. So let's we're we're talking about stacking offense for bounty hunters so that they hit harder towards the end of the assault battle. Once you get to wave eight, hopefully people have stacked offense and you're good to go. Imperial Troopers don't have to stack anything, but their ability is also in a vein where they are able to use this and get multiple attacks off um, to hopefully do more damage as well that way. So the idea here is rapid fire, attack one to five times. For each attack after the second, the target enemy has a great chance to evade bonus attacks. So it says attack one, once to fifth, to five. Um, I think that what that basically means is 
you're going to attack five times, but it's not for sure everyone's going to hit because they're going to be able to evade more as um, at, after each success or after each shot fire, you know. So indeed, there's a chance that you could hit your basic attack five different times, which is a lot of damage depending on who's the one shooting, especially with Imperial troopers. So. It's another way towards the end or even at the beginning of these battles where your Imperial Troopers are going to be doing a lot of damage. So I'm thinking if we were to look ahead into this Rebel Assault battle, I would think that those last few tiers are probably going to be a headache. Which is cool. I like challenge. So it's nice to theorycraft and think about how that might end up happening when this first comes out. And this also comes out on May 4th, the same day as Bosk. Yep. So. Very cool. Interesting. I'm excited. So rewards, since it rewards rebel shards. So since there are so many rebels, they kind of broke down what shards you get. So tier one rewards Rogue One and Phoenix shards. Tier two rewards classic film rebels like Luke, Lando, Stormtrooper, Han, anything like that. And Tier 3 rewards shards from both Tier 1 and 2. So you'll get a little bit of both. Interesting. I'm looking forward to it. This is, this will be interesting, for sure. I like Assault Battles, like you said. And uh, it's always nice to get a new one. And I'm excited to see how this goes. So we haven't had an Assault Battle with a Mythic tier yet, have we? We haven't. And they said for this one that it does not have a Mythic tier yet. Okay. So that's something that we'll be looking forward to to in the future is the mythic rebel assault battle cool next week when we do the podcast the new calendar should be out so we should be able to say for sure next week when the first mythic assault battle will be coming very nice yeah hopefully next month um yeah that'd be sweet uh, so they actually got the reworks pushed out, and if you were unaware, Boba Fett, Dengar, Greedo, and IG-88 all got reworks, and they're not just character kit reworks. They had their artwork on some of the abilities redone, new visual and audio effects, uh, new stances, so Boba Fett, IG-88, and Greedo, like, their animations when they're just standing there are different, like, uh... Boba's pointing the gun, IG-88, rather than like just holding one up in the air. He looks like he's ready to go. And then you have Greedo kind of tossing a thermal detonator. I think Greedo's is really cool. Greedo looks like a badass now. He does, yeah. Like, yep. it looks amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. Love it. And then uh, you, they improved the texturing and character models, uh, you know, just in general. So... Not only that, you know, they added the uh, the bounties, the payouts, and all that stuff to their kits. They got a little bit of mm-hmm. other reworks, you know, a little bit extra thrown in there. Boba Fett didn't really get a whole lot. He didn't need a whole lot. But, you know, IG-88, Greedo, and Dengar all got decent amounts along with a leader ability for Dengar. So, yeah, if you are a Bounty Hunter fan, you are probably a happy camper this morning. Or this week. Or sometime. Yeah, if you had already invested in these guys, you're... Real happy with your investment. Oh, yes, for sure. Might not have been before, but for sure you are now because they look awesome. And they're fun to play with for sure. Yep. 
So something else that they did, the long-awaited Shard Shuffle. Uh, Rosa and Emily and Holdo finally actually farmable. They're hard node only, which is a little bit unfortunate. You can get Rose in the light side 4F, which... I mean... Why? Tell me if any character ever was more apt to be put into a shipment... It would be Rose. I don't understand who is going to waste their time unless that's one character that they have left to farm to do a hard node farm on Rose. Who? Whoever you are, you must really love your guild and I those platoons. It's a good question. It's not going to be me. Platoons is about the only thing right now I can think of. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. And then Holdo is on Dark Side 7C, which obviously I'm a big Holdo fan. You know... In, in the game, her character in game is pretty, pretty awesome. Can't deny it. Uh, people do deny it. Yeah, They're wrong, it. but that's okay. Uh, so, yeah, finally able to farm her, which is absolutely great. But, you know, again, the hard note thing, it is kind of rough. But it's not as rough as it used to be because the other thing they did is they increased the action cap on the daily hard notes instead of only five attempts. It is now temporarily eight attempts. And as we know, the five attempts is also temporary. Uh, Yeah, but tell me this. (laughs) How big would the uproar be if suddenly they went from eight back down to three? Yeah, there would be riots. I can guarantee you, not going to happen. (laughs) And if it did, they're going to be starting to reward three shards for every sim on the hard node then at that point, because... If they made these hard note farms longer by taking away those things, there would be riots in the street. So, so the interesting thing about this is we have three refreshes at 50 crystals, which gives you 120 energy. So 150 crystals gets you 360 energy plus the additional, you know, 240 naturally you get plus the... Uh, how, 135 that you get from daily bonuses. Mm-hmm. That's a decent amount of energy, but it runs out real quick. I wouldn't be surprised really if we saw an increase in the amount of energy we get per refresh. Maybe if they bumped that to like 150 or something, I think that would be a huge improvement. And, uh, you know, you'd still be below the amount of energy it takes to do somebody's hard nodes because. You know, before at five, like you could still have twenty energy left over after you knock out all their hard nodes. Now you can't even do a mm-hmm. refresh and do every, you know, a character's hard nodes, all of them. So complete, yeah. It's that's it is rough so far. Yeah, oh, keeping up yeah. with the energy and still having time to gear farm. Man, it's rough. It, you gotta make some decisions. Yes, you do. I I blow through it like crazy. It's uh. It's not good, hmm. but that's okay. Yeah. I can deal with it. I can deal with it. I, can... I like this change. It'll make my Reaper farm, because I'm at 39 out of 100 still. Ooh, nice. Well, not still, but I'm, I'm, I'm slowly moving up there. So if I can get that Reaper done, I will be ecstatic. Yeah, and the... so. And this kind of means that you don't need to do node refreshes anymore, but if you do a node refresh, 
I mean, this significantly uh, amps up the, you know, the amount of, or I, I should say reduces, greatly reduces the amount of time that it takes to farm somebody. So, Well, think about that. You get, rather you used than, to get 10, 10 total in a day with one refresh. Now you get 16. For the same crystals, you get 16 yep. instead of 10. So it's a pretty big change there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep, it will, uh, it'll knock your energy out. You will, uh, spend that stuff qu- quite quickly. Ugh, tongue twisters. All right, <laughs> so, uh, the other thing they mentioned was the Phase 4 Heroic Sith Raid bug. It is still jacked up, so whenever Nihilus or Scion get taken out, there is a big fat bonus that people get, and, uh, they thought they had it fixed, but they... They don't, so that's going to be a later date. So, we were in phase four. I was sitting in the factory at work on Tuesday morning, waiting for Passdown to leave work. And the Sith Raid had Treya left. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll just do some battles here, get some extra damage while I wait for, you know, whatever. And uh, I'm sitting there, I'm throwing in teams, and there was 23% left, right? 23% 23% when I went in with my Gear 10 droid team, right? And all I did was hit I all I did was hit auto because I was just going to put as many teams as I in as I could and hit auto and just take whatever damage I got, right? So I put the put the droids in, hit auto. 23% is what Treo was at. I knew they weren't going to do 23%. So they keep keep going or whatever and I looked down after it had ended and I couldn't believe my eyes. Uh, they had done 1.4 million. No, no, it was just one. Wow. Million. They did a million damage, and uh, crazy. I'm like, well, that, well, that's freaking weird, right? So, but I didn't think anything of it because I went in at 23. percent So I didn't think that that many of our guild was in there attacking it. That the guild would the raid would have ended. But when I hit OK, the raid was over. So. The droids wow. had just been in there at the time where the raid ended and got themselves a million damage instead of a hundred, two hundred thousand. Must be nice. The good news is, well, here's the the nice part. Um, the million that I got from that only made me go from twenty eight to twenty six. So, oh wow, I didn't push anyone out of a pay a a zone. That's I didn't good. do it. Didn't make a big difference. So I. I didn't uh, raise a stink about it, or no one else did, but uh, yeah. I just thought it was hilarious seeing the droids do a million and actually thinking it was legit for a second. Yeah, no kidding. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, they need to fix that for sure. Because if I had jumped from 31 to 28, that would have sucked for 31. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's just really odd, to say the least. Um It'd have been one tray of shard, and that's uh, that can add up in the long run. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. Especially you know if you do that every week, but that might be a little difficult to replicate. Not reliable. <laughs> just, I'm just I'm just working my damage so that I sit at the thirty <laughs> mark, and then working it so I can just jump in when. Treya, Scion, and hey, Nihilus are going to go not, down. Not a terrible strategy. Not a terrible strategy. <laughs> Sounds like a big time sink, though. Yeah, probably so. Probably not quite worth it. Um, 
Well, I guess the next thing is getting into ships. I don't really know what to play, so... You guys get thunder. Ah. Uh, Alright, so ships to a point o. I did not see this coming. Any of it. <laughs> I, I like it, though. I really, really like it. What do you like about it? Go ahead and tell us. All of it? <laughs> You want me to break it down? Do it. All right. So, there was a video put out on last Sunday night, like one in the morning, random time. That's when the that's when the embargo was lifted. That's when the video was posted. Sweet. I'm at work. I am on the night shift. I got all the time in the world to watch a video. So, I sat and I watched the Ship 2.0 video and was blown away at the information I was getting at. One in the morning. <laughs> so, basically, what's going on is ships are now going down from a starting lineup of five to three. So, you pick three ships to start, and that's it. There's no more five in there. You start with three. You can go. You can still have up to five ships in the battle at the same time. You just have to call them in from reinforcements. So, it starts with three. You can call in up to five. Now... You can have up to four, reinf- four reinforcements. Um, so there's still... I'm assuming they still unlock how many reinforcements you actually have by the capital ship. They didn't mention whether or not that has changed at all. So I assume it hasn't. So seven star, you'll still get four reinforcements. You know, six star, three, five star, two. But uh, they're also starting... Um, Ship battles with less starting ships will revamp. They're going to revamp the ship stats so the battles go faster. So with a faster battle, the idea here is to make it easier to get in and out, uh, more enjoyable than spending the seven and a half minutes. Although a lot of teams, if you had a a certain type of team, um, didn't take that long. But they're trying to get those battles down for across the board. For in-game, newer players, all the ones that go in there and play it, right? So they're changing the timer from seven and a half minutes to five minutes and uh, to make them the same as the character arena. But I thought it was interesting. They're going to change all of the ship stats to work within this faster ship arena meta. So before I go into... Okay, well, let me keep going. Abilities and stats are getting reworked and upgraded due to faster ship. I've said this. So the other thing they made sure to mention was not it's not meant to nerf existing good ships with these stat changes and reworks, but it's to meant to bring less used ships into usability and to the level of current meta ships. So the idea, hopefully, is to make give you more options for teams and kind of shake up the meta and make it more diverse than what it is now. So, so that before I go on to the next part, why don't you tell me your thoughts on all of that? So my thoughts on all of this is it's kind of interesting that they're trying to speed up the battle by reducing the number of ships that you have to kill. So, I mean, you're definitely going to kill less ships in a battle. They reduce the time to two and a half minutes. I mean, I don't ever do a battle that lasts more than... 90 seconds unless I'm really just trying to waste time and, you know, block someone out, basically. Well, well, this is why I said that it's meant to reduce the time across 
Yeah. All game players. That is correct. If you're a level because, 60 player, yeah. your battles are taking forever. So it might not be seen as much at the end when you have gear 12 pilots and badass ships that just annihilate. But if you do not have that, those ship battles can take forever. So. Yeah. Um, they're, uh, I don't know. It's going to be very different. I, I'm not sure what I think yet. I think they're really trying to make it to where the reinforcements are what matters. And I kind of like this idea to some degree. So rather than actually giving us a hardware, you know, it's the reinforcement, uh, abilities and, I am very, very interested to see exactly how this changes the dynamic and all the mechanics of everything because right now your capital ship will usually not call in a reserve immediately. Under this, uh, you know, under this change. Because there's no spots. Exactly. So it's impossible to Immediately from the beginning, you're going to be getting to call in a reinforcement. So that's going to change. What capital ships are going to be viable, I'm guessing. Um, it may make some less viable, may make some more viable due to the fact of the ability that it uses on first turn isn't going to matter as much. So, Yeah, it might come down to what your capital ship gives to that first, gives to reinforcements when they're called in because uh, some one of the ships, I can't remember which one, gives a uh, a uh, god, what is it? advantage to your ship? Yeah, one gives uh, another buff, you know. So it might come down to what's the best buff given to the reinforcement if that's what it's going to pull the first time. Yeah, for it sure, it takes a turn. It very well could be. Uh, I'm super interested to see exactly how they work this out and what kind of reinforcement bonuses they give, and then you know, being able to find synergy with that because you're definitely going to want to start looking at that reinforcement and kind of how that works. Something else that they mentioned that was really interesting is the fact that um, the AI is going to be a little bit smarter. It's not necessarily going to always call in the first reinforcement that you have listed. Uh, It's going to have a way to kind of determine and get an idea of which ship should be called in, which I think is much needed and desirable. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but yeah, all in all, dropping the time to five minutes, that means you can't block people pretty much for the whole time like you used to be able to, and, uh, you know, less ships in your, in your main fleet, so that is kind of interesting. I, uh, not, not exactly sure how I feel about it, but we will see. I think this will be really interesting for Territory War. Just the addition of... Wasn't it? It's always ships. Oh, territory wars. Okay, I was thinking territory battles. Because ah. I was just about to say that they said they they wanted to speed up the pace of battle, but the, but also they're about to add a PVE table, and the PVE table yeah. was going probably going to work the same way as territory battles, PVE battles. So with which starting with three, and then you can bring in other other ships. Yep. So. It also makes sense for them to kind of, uh, what's the word, uniform 
get uniformity between all the types of ship battles in the game to make them all kind of the same, you know what I mean? Yeah, To sure. make these um, new reinforcement abilities something that is at the forefront, worth the, what you're going to put in to get them, and uh, make them usable in every every section of the game for ships. Yep. So, And this is probably going to make a lot more ships viable as well. Um, you know, because only having three ships in your starting lineup, I mean, you're not going to want to go with all squishy ships. Like you're going to be a lot, you're going to have to be a lot more particular about who you put up front and stuff like that. So that, that's going to be interesting. And then, uh, you know, you'll get to call someone in, take the first turn. So I don't know. There's, there, there's going to be a lot going on here. It's definitely going to be different. I don't know if it's going to be better or not. I'm going to trust them. And assuming that it is going to be better. Um, I, I know I love the PvE stuff in Territory Battles like you were talking about. It's a hell of a lot of fun. I think it's... Well, think... Or go ahead. I was going to say, think of it this way, okay? So you can build... This is kind of an example that they used in the videos. There were three different ship videos. So take your pick which one you watch. I think most of them had the same... Close to the same information in them. So you can save yourself some time that way. But the the uh, idea that they put out there is it's kind of like playing a game and your first move with your capital ship, you can use your capital ship ability or you have a deck of cards in front of you, right? With these reinforcement abilities, depending on what you have upgraded and what you have maxed, you have four, if you have a seven-star ship, capital ship you have four different things that you can choose from from where the battle's at so let's say all your ships have moved and all their ships have moved you got a guy just about dead but he's got uh he's he's stealth so you have all, you have your four reinforcements and you decide which one you're going to use based on which one has a way to kill the stealth guy or whatever their reinforcement ability is that would make them be able to help you win that battle faster. So it's kind of like having four different options that are better than they used to be because of the abilities, not just their skill abilities, but the one ability they get to use a match when they're called in as a reinforcement, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because obviously now you get reinforcements and you pick which one it is based on their their abilities and what they're going to be used the entire time they're in. But when now when you pull them in, they're going to get that one ability once. And uh, it might some of those might be totally worth it um, to pull in at certain times. Okay, so we're going to get into what some of the ones they've mentioned already are. But I'm going to use one as an example now. So let's say you get to the point where your capital ship is going first. And they have just about killed off your TIE Advanced and you now you're going with your capital ship. Well, one of the cool new ones, right, is uh, Slave One. So if you pull in Slave One, this his this is his rank three uh, reinforcement ability. Slave One gains taunt, retribution, and protection up twenty percent for two turns, and crit hit immunity for three turns. Then afflict ability block on all enemies for one turn and grant them one hundred percent turn meter. These effects can't be evaded or resisted. So basically, they've almost killed your tie advanced. You can now choose. Okay, well, I got to throw slave on one, because, slave one in because I know he's going to taunt. They're not going to be able to target 
uh, Tie Advanced. They're all gonna, all of his ships are gonna get a hundred percent turn meter, but they're not gonna be able to crit slave one. He's gonna, he's gonna counter all of them and pretty much just wreck havoc on the other team yep. now that he's in. Right? For sure. Like some of these reinforcements are just completely badass. Yes, and that are. is one where you, if you have it in your hand and you need it at that exact moment, now you can choose to pick that one and throw it in there. But if you're tie advanced isn't almost dead for example and you pick a different one that gives a guy with gigantic damage when he comes in and you take out someone on your on your first turn or first uh reinforcement that's another way to play it i mean the possibilities are endless depending on the team you put together and that's something it was there in the ships now but i think it'll be more there'll be a lot more thinking going on with the way they're making it yeah, if that makes sense. And I, I like it. I really like this. I, I do. I do too. It's basically like a special ability that you only get to use if you're not taking advantage of that shit being in your starting lineup. So that's really cool. It's you know almost like you have to put yourself at a slight disadvantage in order to get that special mm-hmm. ability from the ship. So I really like that. I I think this is a pretty interesting decision. I'm very curious to uh, you know finally check it out. Something else I thought was kind of interesting is. These abilities only have three ranks. They are kind of like the payout deals for uh, payout abilities for the bounty hunters. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they take a lot of mats. It's basically the same as you know a seven, uh, you know, seven tier ability spread out, just condensed into three tiers. So you'll be spending about the same amount of ability mats, but it just ranks up quicker. So, uh, yeah, so like what you're talking about, so they do have the three ranks, and so you the second rank takes 30 mats, but it's one type of mat, and uh, the rank three is 45 of the same mat. But the crazy part is here light side has a certain type of mat and a material. And dark side has a totally different type of material for theirs. I didn't catch that. So, interesting. So between the two, you're only going to be able to use one of them on light side ships and the other on dark side ships. Huh. Okay. Cool. So that's that's an interesting way that is. So I don't know how we're getting them, but uh, you know it might influence how you farm on the PVE ship table. So yeah, for sure. Um. Uh, reinforcements have a special effect that happens when they're called in. Okay. Reading our notes, trying to go over where we're at here, but uh, I wrote down as many of the ones that are known now that I know I could find in the the videos that I watched. The so, known ones that are subject to change. Subject to change for sure. These are the ones that were highlighted in the video, so I don't know how much they'll change. They said at least so. The slave one one sounds amazing to me, and. Uh, they actually specifically talked about that one in Arnold T101's video, saying yep. that they were happy with where it was at, but of course, it, the caveat they always use, yep. subject to change. So some of these, you know, they're probably right where they're going to be, but they may change. But So just think, if it doesn't come out exactly this way, we're telling you now that's the case, but I want to talk about them anyway. All right. So, so go ahead. Uh, all right, so Biggs, as you know, Biggs is one of the top ships in Ship Arena. He's 
I think, a starter on probably just about every top team in the arena. Now, the reinforcement bonus for him at rank 3 is going to be that Big's X-Wing gains taunt and protection up 30% for 2 turns. And then inflict target lock on target enemy for 2 turns, which can't be evaded or resisted. So, I really like this a lot. This is one of those things that can be incredibly frustrating about Biggs. Is it can be difficult to get his taunt up sometimes. If RNG's not landing, this is guaranteed taunt. He comes in, he taunts, period. End of story. Good to go. Here's my initial thoughts on a whatever team I'm going to make. I don't like his as much as Slave 1's as a reinforcement. So I would probably leave in bigs in the starting lineup and then if i needed a second taunt pull in slave one i like that strategy because slave ones has so much more going on with it than bigs um that i think slave one is the better and slave one doesn't taunt normally so so he can't be your taunt to in a starting lineup so literally the only way he's going to taunt is if you pull him in as a reinforcement so i think in my head Right now, not seeing anything yet, I would think I would want to leave Biggs in there with whoever I... If I'm making a a eh, target lock team, I would probably want to leave Biggs in there. Maybe not use Slave 1 as the first reinforcement, but once Biggs dies, pull him in to protect those guys still and just keep it going, so... Yeah, for sure. It's a cool one, So for sure. Slave 1, you know, gains taunt, retribution, protection up for two turns, and crit immunity... For three turns, then inflict ability block on all enemies for one turn. But you give them a hundred percent turn meter, and these effects can't be evaded or resisted. So, what I really like about so this hope- is you. It, this is almost kind of like Thrawn's basic ability in the game. You give them speed up that turns into ability block. This is a little bit different in that. He comes in, he has Retribution, but the uh, the other ships, your entire the entire enemy team is about to go, but they're ability blocked. So they're going to be using basics on Slave 1, which is going to be countering, doing some pretty awesome damage, inflicting target lock, things like that. So, you know, against Slave 1, you may want to try to find someone. Does anyone have a dispel on basic that you're aware of? Besides uh, fives, I know fives does, but they have to be target locked. Not that I know of, but of course I'm not the ship expert. So, yeah, uh, I think it's going to be really cool. I'm I'm pretty pumped about that one. Uh, Kylo ship, Kylo shuttle rank three. Kylo Ren's command shuttle removes 20% turn meter from enemy ships when they are called in as reinforcements. Kylo Ren's command shuttle gains 20% turn meter when an enemy reinforces. First order allies gain half of that amount. So if you're running a first order team, which is how many ships? Two? (laughs) Is it two now? Or are there more than that? Uh, No, there's three. Because there's the TIE silencer. There's four. Special forces TIE fighter. Shuttle. Oh, Reaper. No, not Reaper. No. The two, t- the Special Forces and the regular TIE oh, Fighter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Sl- yeah, yeah. Slicer and Kylo Shuttle. 
I feel like there's another one, but I am drawing a blank. Yeah. We got a four in chat from Mike, so okay. I think we're Perfect. on to something there. Hey, but by basically, the way, this re- is a per- real quick. Uh, very cool that Mike's in chat. He was the first person in SO to solo the Heroic AT that I am aware of did that this week. He is. Big accomplishment. Quite impressive. Well done, sir. Well done. Yes. Especially impressive that we wait between phase two and three, two hours. Yeah. So he 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 was able to keep his run on his phone for two hours to keep it going to finish that solo. Exactly. So that's 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 doubly impressive to me. Yep. Indeed. So way to go, Mike. The uh, but this is cool because it seems like it's a persistent one when he comes in. Basically, anytime they pull in a reinforcement, it's you're going to suck turn meter uh-huh. from their whole team and give turn meter to your team if there's first order in it. Yep. Or if not, if at the very least, give it to him. So that's a pretty sweet one for sure, yes. depending on the team you're running. Even if you don't have a first order team, the fact that you're sucking all that turn meter out of the other team is is pretty good. Yeah. And uh, so... Reinforced ships start with 100% turn meter. They come in and they immediately go. So they're going to come in, mm-hmm. lose 20% turn meter. So they're not going to go immediately with Kylo's shuttle from the sounds of it, which is pretty cool. Uh, wow. Yeah, that is rough. Yeah. Could you imagine pulling in a reinforcement and not being able to use it? Yeah, that's it's going to be that's interesting. I, like, I, really, <laughs> I really like that. Uh one of two ships I do not have unlocked. Oh, better get on it. Uh, imp- I know, The right? Imperial TIE Fighter, its rank three is remove 50% turn meter from target enemy, which can't be evaded or resisted. Not that great. You want TIE Fighter in your opening lineup anyway, so that is probably not going to be a big deal. Yeah. It's interesting, but I don't know that that's one I'm going... It's That's a... That's a uh situational one and it gets really detailed to the situation you'd need it for so i don't know if you'd want to keep that in your four but i mean you might yeah depending i on mean it. there could totally be a meta that pops up where you always have you know a ship taunting or something and you you know you want to suck that turn meter or whatever never know how about that yep. falcon this one yeah <laughs> this one i really like so Millennium Falcon gains three stacks of thrust reversal. So, if I can find a way... I'm trying to think of ways <laughs> to keep my super awesome um, my combo going. But the first move always with Millennium Falcon right now is to get your three stacks of thrust reversal. That's the first thing you do. So, I'm trying to figure out a way where if I pulled him in, he'd have thrust reversal already. Well, no, see... You don't even have to worry about that. This would totally work the same way. Only you'd have six stacks of thrust reversal, dude. This is good. I'm loving this because if we to get him back down to zero, you'd have to hit Millennium Falcon six times. So I can keep three stacks active before I get that um, AOE off. I'm still gonna be leveling, destroying. People. Yeah. Very cool. Depending on the stat rework, but uh, this is pretty awesome that you already start with those those stacks. Um, 
I don't know that I would want to immediately uh, immediately use the thrust reversal ability again after I brought in a ship because most of the time when you bring in a ship, the first thing you want to do is shoot at something. But very true. Maybe not in this case. So because what you could also do is bring them in with three stacks and immediately do the AOE, but you won't have crit up you won't have offense up so it, it it won't be as devastating but yeah i like this one i think it's it's interesting and i'm definitely going to play with it when it when it comes out one that i think is really interesting is the tie reaper it removes 10 percent turn meter from all enemies inflicts defense down on all enemies for two turns and all allies gain 10 percent turn meter so that's a 20 percent turn meter swing whenever reaper comes in which is awesome because what the Reaper does is remove turn meter from your capital ship. And so you can get it in full turn meter. It could come in and cleanse. It could come in and get protection up, or it could just come in and attack. Uh, that's really cool. You want that ship out pretty early though. The thing I would be worried about is you may not want to sacrifice a different reinforcement just to have the Reaper come in early. So I really like that ability, but I'm not sure that I'll be using it. Yeah, that's Reaper might be another one of those ones where you're starting off with it. Yeah, we'll see. It all depends. Tie Advanced. So this one's pretty cool. This one's awesome. Inflict four damage over time effects and offensive down, offense down on all enemies for two turns, which cannot be evaded. Four dots That's a and lot. offense down. That is a whole lot. That's a lot of debuffs. And he, like, even to the point where if it was just offense down on every ship, I would like it. Yeah, for sure. But now you're throwing four dots with it. That's that's, and that's pretty damn good. How, how much are dots? Are they two and a half or five percent? I think that's two and a half. Okay, so yeah, that's ten ten percent health damage that you'll do on their next turn. That's pretty good. That's not insignificant at all. And something else I really like about that is, like, that's going to be really... I mean, TIE Advance is already really good against TIE Fighter Pilot, and this will make it even better against TIE Fighter Pilot, because whenever it comes in, you know, you'll be able to knock off 10% of its health on its next turn. It'll have offense down. Very, very awesome. I love that one. Um... This one's also really cool. It's the Gauntlet Starfighter. All allies recover 30% protection, and Empire allies gain 30% max protection. Um, I, and it sounds like this max protection increase stays for the rest of the match. So, I don't know. This is, uh, this is pretty interesting. It's not going to be useful for the Imperial TIE Fighter from the sounds of it because it doesn't have protection. And this is not a protection up, which yeah. TIE Fire Pilot can gain. This is a protection recovery and a max protection increase. And obviously, if you multiply anything by zero, you still end up with a goose egg. So, this... I definitely see a lot of potential here. I mean, recovering protection's pretty pretty awesome anytime. So, uh, yeah, we will see how that one is. For sure. Scimitar. Grant all allies 30% crit chance until Scimitar is defeated. Doubled for Sith allies. So 60% crit chance for Sith allies. 
and at least 30 for everyone else. It's a lot of crit chance I like while he's it. in there. Yeah, those crits, man. They, I don't, I don't really keep track too much of the difference between crits and regular attacks on ships, but it always seems like those crits are way higher than a, a red attack with ships. So being able to get those crits instead of the non-crit attacks on ships is pretty huge, I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. I do not disagree with you at all. Uh, how, how many Sith ally ships would there be, though? I mean, you have the Tie Advanced. That's a good question. I mean, let me look. Are there <laughs> Tie Advanced and Scimitar? Those are the two right now. That's maybe Dooku will get one. Yeah, because um, Kylo's not considered Sith. So, huh, interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, all right, so the where are we at? Uh, first order, TIE Fighter. Inflict target lock on target enemy for two turns, which can't be evaded or resisted, and then all allies gain 25% turn meter. This is awesome. <laughs> 25% turn meter is ridiculous. I absolutely love that, and... Uh, I mean, target lock is one of the... Re- I mean, the target lock on basic is the reason I use a first-order TIE fighter. And uh, the fact that he can come in and inflict inflict the target lock immediately is super awesome. Because turn around gets used as special. I absolutely love that one. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Tar- target lock and that much turn turn meter. I like it. Indeed. So, First Order Special Forces TIE Fighter. All allies gain 40% potency. Double on First Order allies. All active enemies have minus 20% tenacity doubled against resistance enemies. So you're bumping up the amount you can do for debuffs and taking down their resistance to those debuffs. So if you're running a debuff heavy team or some yeah, debuff heavy team, that's going to help you to get those to land. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's and it's, a huge swing. It seems Sorry, it seems to me with some of these abilities and the way they're worded that uh, some changes are going to be made to or not some changes they have newer ships in mind with these abilities. I thought the same thing. For example, for example, the Sith thing. It's not a big deal to give TIE Advanced something, a little something, something extra. If there were three Sith ally ships, that might actually be something worth thinking about. So yep. I think that there's a lot of these abilities have ideas for ships that we might be see coming either with this update or over the next year. Oh, yeah. I, after the ships are updated. I wouldn't be surprised to see some new ships that are farmable in the new, uh, you know, with new ship energy in the ship nodes. I I definitely think that is, uh, that is, I would say likely, actually, likely. Maybe we'll get like a farmable capital ship for uh, Holdo and maybe we'll get Hux or something like that. Who knows? We'll see. I'm sure... I mean, we kind of know new ships are probably going to be coming with the new Han Solo movie, so 
Maybe young Han will get Millennium Falcon before regular Han. Maybe. Well, they're both the same person, so it won't hurt. Yeah, that's true. Can I, I'm going to go off the rails here for a second, oh, okay? And I want to talk about ships ships in general, right? Okay. I want to say this because I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast. I think that they really hamstring themselves with ships by requiring pilots. With the idea That's, that yeah, if you're going to add a ship to the game, the character has to either already exist or be added to the game at the same time as the ship. I mean, so like things like a cloud car or, you know, Y-Wing or all these awesome ships that aren't in the game need a pilot to fly them to make them work. So it's harder to add ships to this game because there's no... You don't have pilots for them in the game, right? I think they really hamstring themselves by making those a requirement. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. Uh, something else that I wouldn't be surprised to see them do to kind of alleviate that issue is interchangeable pilots. So maybe Wedge has his X-Wing. Wedge also has a snow speeder or I don't know. That's maybe a bad example, but you get what I'm saying. Uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If they did something like that, that would be that would be pretty awesome because there are definitely characters in the game that you could see having multiple ships. So you know, hopefully, they'll do something like that. Uh, back to ship reinforcement abilities. Ghost inflicts crit chance down on all enemies for two turns and inflicts target lock on enemies who suffer from ghost crit chance down, which can't be evaded. So. The target lock can't be evaded, but the crit chance down can be evaded. So, that's kind of interesting. Alright, let me read it. Ghost, inflict crit chance down on all enemies. Inflict target lock on enemies who suffer from ghost crit chance down. Which can't be evaded. or is I don't think I understand the second part of that. So, the second part of it's saying, if the first part procced and they were inflicted with current chance down, then they will automatically get target lock as well. Period. Okay, so gotcha. they basically what this is saying is you either get crit chance down and target lock or you get nothing. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. You don't get one or the other. You get both if one hits. Yes, exactly. Eh, it's okay. Yep. I think that in my Millennium Falcon team on my alt account, the Ghost would be in my starting lineup so that when I pulled in the Falcon, he could immediately stealth the Millennium Falcon. Not a terrible idea. Yeah, that's because that's the way I do it now. So, Tell us about the Slicer. Alright, TIE Slicer. The TIE Slicer gains 25% offense... And the afterburner buff. So the first special buff for ships. All right. It gains the afterburner buff, which can't be prevented or dispelled. Afterburner. When the TIE silencer attacks with advantage, reduce its cooldowns by one. When a first order ally takes damage, the TIE silencer has a 50% chance to gain advantage for two turns. 
So this is spe- this is a pretty specific one for first order allies, basically. So if you have a lot of first order allies with the silencer after he's pulled in, when he has advantage, he obviously uh, reduces his cooldowns. And if a, one of your first order allies are hit, he gets his advantage back. So he's constantly getting advantage and he's constantly reducing his cooldowns. It's it's a pretty cool buff, I think. And Tie Silencer is always one of those guys that I always think to put in my reinforcements, but never in my um, starting lineup anyway. Fun fact, Tie Silencer, now that I have gear 12 crew, is my strongest ship by far. Interesting. Especially with the Zeta on top of it. So that ship is beastly now for me. Yeah, it's a good ship. It's a really good ship. You know what's funny? Is the only Omegas I have on my Gear 12 Kylo Ren unmasked is, or are the ones that were used with his Zeta ability that I put on him. I haven't put any other Omegas on him besides that. <laughs> nice. Fun fact for the day. Uh, here's another one. Jedi Consular. All allies recover 10% protection and gain heal over time for two turns. Not bad. Not great, though. Um... I mean, the heal over time is always nice, and 10% protection recovery. Not That's not a whole lot, but I presume that he'll then get to use an ability in which he could heal also. You know, heal somebody specific whenever he comes in. So, you know, maybe a little bit better, you know, in practice than it seems. Fun fact, that's the only one from the video that is not for sure that that's the rank 3 of the ability either. That could very well be rank one of the ability. Okay. Interesting. But uh, I wanted to put it in there anyway just as an idea for him. That that would make so. sense. I Like a rank three ability seems like it would be more in the realm of, you know, 20 to 30% protection and two or three hill yeah. overtimes or something. Uh, just kind of given the way they've done everything else. So we shall see. So, a couple other really cool things about the PvE tables for ships. So, as we've discussed before, it's going to be like the light side and dark side battles. Uh, You're going to have hard nodes also. Um, I guess it's going to be more like Cantina. It is. I was about to say, it's not going to be light side, dark side, like light side, dark side battles. It'll be more like Cantina because you can use dark side and light side ships. I I more meant that there's normal and hard nodes. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of a, a hybrid mix of the two. So you got hard exactly. nodes like light side and dark side, and then you got cantina because you can use any ship. And it's going to have its own energy. So that's going to be someplace else that we can spend crystals. Hopefully it's like, you know, 10 crystal refreshes. Wouldn't that be nice? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, seriously, I guess we'll see exactly how that pans out and, you know, what kind of stuff you'll be able to get uh, from. You know, from those. Hopefully, that's another place to get gear. I, uh, and maybe also fleet currency, you know, because like Cantina, you get Cantina store currency with the fleet, you know, the fleet PVE table. Maybe it'll give you some extra fleet currency. That would be, uh, that would be welcomed. The real question is do, are we going to get bonus energy for ships, you think? And will it be a, just a noon thing, kind of like Cantina's? Ooh, that's a good point. I hope so. I mean, 
maybe, just maybe, when they introduce that extra currency or extra energy, we get a rework to the bonus energies. That would be sweet. Well, and energy. I know in a general. lot of people have been. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to. It. I, I really wish Cantina Energy wasn't just noon. And I'll tell you why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, too. if they changed it from the the Cantina Energy being at noon to the one at six p.m., I would be completely happy because literally four days a week or three days a week, depending on my work schedule, I completely miss the noon energy altogether. So half the week, I don't get the cantina energy and it's really annoying. That sucks. So if it were somewhere in there where I could actually get it, I would be happy. But since I sleep in the middle of the day, all day, half the week, it's, it's just rough for me. So I'd like to have a better option, but yeah, I know I'm in the minority. Definitely in the minority, no doubt about it. Um, Night shift for life. Love the night shift. I'm sure you do. It sounds amazing. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. All righty, time to talk about some stuff that's geared a little bit more towards new players. And not only just new players, some of this actually corresponds for, or, you know, works for more experienced players. Uh, but we have, what? <laughs> you just, you just, I love that you're using the words from the sound drop from the sultry female. What'd I say? Just letting them drop out of your own voice. It's not only for you less experienced players, but some of you more experienced players. Well, like, could I get a little more gruff in your voice? Maybe just a few more pauses between your words. Not for me, for the ladies listening later. No, I, I got you. I got Jeez, you. Jeez, come on. Don't, don't give me that look. I can see it in your eyes. Well, what, what do you expect? What, what do you expect? All right. All right. So <laughs> the first thing is quests. This is going to be kind of a new game mode type thing. It's not like a specific game mode, but it's more like achievements sort of in a way. So I am so confused by this. Like it's so weird to me. Okay, so that's why it seems we're like about it's mixing. It. it mixes two things that already exist and makes another one. It's it's weird to me. I think this is heavily tied towards the uh, in-game chat stuff they were talking about. The the badges. And I, me and you are on the same page because I think that these these. Vanity, new vanity items they talked about adding are tied to these quests. Yep, I'm, I'm with I'm I'm all with you on this for sure. All right, so the idea here is that they will bridge between daily activities and achievements, and it is intended for newer players to guide with farms in preparation for endgame. So this was one thing they talked about pretty heavily in the interview is the fact that they see a lot of new players get to a point where. They spread the wasta. They they spread the wasta out so <laughs> wide that uh, they don't. What's that, Elmer? Yeah, it, I'm not. Even, I'm not even. Nope, not even gonna try that. All right, but uh, they spread they spread their rosters out so wide that 
they don't really have um you know have the teams to tackle difficult things like you know uh arena and raids and stuff like that so i, I mean this is you know this is uh swaga 101 build build your top team max them out like for me my arena team is pretty much always maxed as much as possible you will get a lot further with a completely maxed team than you will by having like 15 characters moderately geared or pretty well geared. Uh, it's all about maxing and putting the most gear that you can on characters. So that's something that this is intended to teach is teach newer players the stuff that the experienced players already know that you know generally takes time and experience to actually learn. And I think that's a really good idea because it's going to lead to more educated players, uh, better guilds, better recruitment for older guilds whenever they're trying to bring those new players in and stuff like that. It's going to be really awesome in my opinion. Yeah, so, like, okay, one of the biggest problems I've always had with mobile games or just console games as well is that when you get started, you have no freaking clue what you're doing. Okay, here's a great example for iOS. iOS, you have one Game Center account that all your games are tied to. So, if you start a game and you screw up your game in that game, for most games, you cannot delete the uh, the, the progress you've made in it. So if you want to start a new account, you have to completely log out of that account and log into another one. Well, what the, the one you've just logged into logged you out of all of your other accounts for your other games. So it gets really annoying, uh, at least on iOS, to start a game not knowing what the hell you're doing and then going back in later and trying to play it when you're already behind because you didn't know what you were doing. Yeah, for sure. Let me give you, exa- let me give you an example. I think Clash of Clans is a fun game. I played it not knowing what the hell was going on up until level 30 with, like, the worst fort you could ever see. Um, Terrible. No progression, really, at all. I just was playing it because it's a fun game, but I didn't know what I was doing. Well, I finally figured out what I was doing because I read a bunch of uh, tutorials and and beginner guides and stuff like that, the same type of things that there are out there for Swaga. But... When you go back in there, you can't restart. Your progress is there for that account. You can't restart it. So you'd have to make a new account on a different login, and it makes it impossible to get back into. So it makes it really important on iOS when you start a game to have an idea of what you're doing because it's so hard to make new accounts and get in to play them. This idea for this game, specifically the game that we love and talk about every single week, is amazing to me for new players because it's it's going to make it so that they don't have to go and find podcasts and YouTube videos and Reddit posts Even to know what they're be. doing. I said, it'll, <laughs> it'll make it so they don't have to, but it'll make it also make it so that they know what they're doing. And if they add those things into it, they'll be even better players. Absolutely. So let's say you get to level 20 not looking around, just trying to figure out if you like the game and you decide you like it, but you've had all these quests along the way to kind of guide you as you're going in what you need to do. And so you, you just kind of decide, Hey, this is a game that I would 
wouldn't mind spending 20 bucks on a month or every three months or lifetime 20 bucks whatever whatever you're at but you decide you want to keep playing it well now you you kind of know what you're doing you spent 20 levels getting to an area where you're not behind and now you can go even further beyond the quests that are telling you what to do and how to do it and find podcasts and videos and everything else to continue to make yourself a better player, right? I think this will only lead to a smarter, more engaged, and more interested new player group, if that Absolutely. makes sense. Yep, 100%. And that's part of the idea with the new chat features, too, is to help make a more educated and better newer player base this gave me an idea though we really need like a swaga 101 article on the website yeah for sure uh there's a lot of different stuff that we take for granted that as new players that they have no idea what's going on yeah no. it'd be nice to have a place to look for that kind of things yep. acronym acronyms being one make yourself an acronym page wink <laughs> why don't you make it I'll make us an acronym page, Wink. Perfect. Um, What's a crew? What's a Hoda? Fox? What is that? Hot Han? (laughs) Who the hell is that? Who's Jerry again? Exactly. All right. Yeah, Jerry? (laughs) So this does involve every facet of the game. So raids, territory battles, territory wars, everything. There is going to be something for all of it. So that is something that's really exciting. Uh, something else that I really like this is probably the more exciting thing are the prestigious requests not requests but prestigious quests and those are going to be quests for players level 85 only and I'm curious to see what those are hopefully uh, you know we get something uh, I I don't know what the word is I'm looking for but anyway so uh (laughs) <laughs> on to the next point. Uh, there's no info on what the rewards actually are yet. You know, we'll in time we'll kind of see what those are. You know, obviously I'm sure there's going to be something. I have a guess. Of the, like the tags in chat, but there you go. Tag chats yeah. or chat tags. Indeed, I think that's one of them. And this could be something where they throw out, you know, a little bit of currency, a little bit of crystals, a couple pieces of gear. You know, kind of like they already do with achievements. They could just expand that a little bit more. Uh, and they could even give away better rewards, you know. So, like, uh, solo a Rancor and you get, you know, one of each Rancor gear or something like that. That would be really cool if they went to that level on these things. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, a couple examples that they mentioned was... You know, damage ceilings in raids or, you know, killing certain types of ships in ship challenges, um, stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's. Oh, Dan, why don't you tell us where the quests come from? This is pretty cool. Finally, there's a reason that those random NPCs are all over the cantina that we stare at every day. So that, for example, okay, 
I'm too excited about this to form words and complete sentences. Quests will be given by the NPCs around the cantina. Sweet. That dude sitting by the challenges thing where you accidentally click him all the time and he's like, I've just been sitting here trying to think of harder challenges for you guys or whatever he says. Well, finally, he's going to have challenges for people. So he's going to give out quests and so will the bartender and so will some of the other characters. They said they weren't sure yet if the the hut that's in the cantina is going to give out quests, but they'll let us know. Um, he if, better. If there was a quest to to beat that dude up, I would love what? to. I don't know how many alts I've made where he's bumped into me and I didn't deck him, but I'm ready to deck <laughs> him now. So give me that chance. He's a trash talker, man. He's just uh, he need, he he needs to be put in his place. He is a trash talker, but literally he he says the same thing every time. So. He's got no game. He just uses the same thing that, over and over. And every true. time, it still makes me mad. Hey, he found a good line that works. He just keeps recycling it. Understandable. <laughs> just keep with it. So this he, he's, he meets so many people, he does not realize that he's saying it to them a second time. That's probably true. He just thinks everyone's new. You've would, never heard this before. Me. Yeah. He, <laughs> he has a memory like a goldfish. Huh. I know someone else like that. Anyway. So, something else that I really like What were we is talking about? <laughs> starter guilds. Uh, this is awesome. So, when players reach level 22, uh, guilds unlock in the 30s. 32, I think, perhaps. But, once you hit level 22, you will be automatically added to a special guild that will be ran by a bot. It will not be ran by a human. So, it will automatically be, uh, say, kicking... Inactive members, if they have been active in a few days, automatically opening raids and stuff like that. So it will be a really good way to get your feet wet as far as, I guess, what's expected, how, you know, guilds work and everything. That way, whenever you go get into a new guild, your guild officers don't have to answer a thousand questions. You will have been there before and understand kind of the process and have an idea. So... I think that is, I don't know, I really, really like this idea because, I mean, when Guilds came out, you know, we were already playing it and it was kind of the new feature and everything. So, since then, it's become such an integral part of the game. I mean, you're required to be in a Guild pretty much. You, you You can't play the game without it pretty much, so... Unless you want to keep all your guys at gear eight. That's true. Then you don't have to worry about raid gear. That's true. Yeah. Who cares? So, uh, or, you know, there are crystals. Just saying. But, yeah, I I do like this a lot. This is, uh, I think this is a great idea that'll, uh, once again, lead to a better player base. I agree. Oh. And and it's not something that you have to stay in. You can leave at any time. Yes. But it is a way for you to learn the ropes, basically. And then also, a nice thing for in-game players is it stops stops new players from immediately going in after they unlock guilds and searching for the highest GP guild they can find and trying to get into it. Yeah. So... You're in a guild, you're right where you belong. You don't even need to look for one, so you're good. 
Yep. And uh, so uh, our good friend Damn Dirty Ape in chat mentions the only thing that might suck with uh, the bot lead is if someone can solo the raid before others post scores. Well, this was something that they had talked about previously was the fact that they're going to make raids a little bit more like, say, uh, Territory War, where you ju- you enter and it automatically posts a zero for you. And I presume that there's going to be that, you know, inner period before raid damage starts. I assume that that update is going to coincide with this one. And so that's not going to be an issue. It's not going to, the raid's not just going to open and someone be able to, you know, go through and hammer through or whatever. Although, can I yes. counter your example and say that if you do nothing in a territory war, you don't get rewards? How's that countering my example? <laughs> well, you said it's, it'll be like territory wars. If you enter the territory war, you're good. But in a territory war, if you enter the territory war, you don't get rewards if you don't do anything. But well, in a raid, if a raid is opened with the new update they're doing... Everyone automatically posts a zero. So if some, you know, gung-ho person soloed the raid, which won't happen because this is for newer players, but if someone were to defeat the raid before someone got in and did any damage, they would still get the rewards. I I, I think I said that. I'll have to go back and listen, but uh, I, th- I think I mentioned that you enter like Territory Wars, but when you enter, it posts a zero. Maybe. Anyway. You have a goldfish memory. Hey, you know what's next? I don't. Why don't you tell me? Well, I'll just let this little thing tell you. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. All right. Now for the fun part, because I got to I gotta get this... Uh, I got to figure this out. So give me a second. Okay. Why don't you run down our Discord and Twitter and all that fun stuff? Um, I can definitely do that. Give me one second. One, one thousand. All right, you're up. All right, so... (laughs) We have some pretty exciting stuff going on online, not just on the podcast. So, patreon.com slash shattered order. We do giveaways, and next week we're going to be doing gift card giveaways. We'll be giving away a $30 and a $10 gift card to our Patreon subscribers. So if you want in on that, make sure you go and join our Patreon. Uh, I also do a roster review every month for a Patreon subscriber. Uh, you know, if somebody is at the, uh, you know, at the top level, they get priority on it. Other than that, I kind of draw from, you know, any of the five, $5 people who haven't taken it or just ask. I'll probably just ask. So, uh. On our Discord this week, I'm sure I'll be in our Patreon chat asking, P- see who wants a, you know, who wants a roster review. So that is one thing that we do that is super awesome. Another thing is we also give away a $30 gift card to our Twitch subbers, and 
if you want in on that and you have Amazon Prime. It is completely free. Just go sub and you'll be entered for that gift card. And like I said, we'll be doing that next week. So it'll either be May 3rd or 4th. Not sure yet. We'll announce on Discord. But one of those days, we will pull those rosters and we will be doing that. So make sure your Twitch subs are up to date. Sounds good. Indeed. I think I got the uh, I think I got the PowerPoint working, so Ooh. We are in good shape. If you did not know did you already drop the sounder? I don't remember. I did. Oh you did drop it. The the the, uh, the jazz is on. Fail. <laughs> Alright. So this week, if you did not know, we are doing the sounds of Swaga. This is going to be interesting. We haven't done this before, so what we're going to do is drop sound in your ear hole and see if we can figure out what the hell it is. Uh, so, yeah, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm sure you're going to write me because I completely forgot to actually play with <laughs> the sound on this week. So I'm going to be going off memory from God only knows how long ago. All right. Sounds good. I... I played about half this week with the sound on. Nice. But I feel pretty good about my knowledge of the sound anyway, so. All right. I'm up. Let's do it. Well, let's find out. This is uh, Season (laughs) 9, Episode 3 of Trivia. The score is 19 to 20. You are up on me by 1. All right. Now is where I run away with things. We'll see. At least I hope so. (laughs) All right. Cool. You uh, go ahead. Okay, sure. Question one. (laughs) I told you, whenever I wait for a sounder, I'm just going to stare at you. Okay, fine. All All right. right. (laughs) Question one. That's already been said. I like to say it over. Obviously. Name the character and the ability that produces this epic sound bite for up to two points. Credit YouTuber CloudStrife8905. Do it again. You know what? This might be one of those things where we need to kill the trivia music. Yeah. We probably don't want trivia. We don't want jazz this week. I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Although, let me see if I can. Uh, I was going to see if Turn it I down can so. play it quieter. But then the uh, the other sounds would be quieter, right? No, I've got a way to manipulate that a little bit, actually. Well, it's. I'll have to work with that more because that's not really working. All right, let's see how this sounds. Yeah, it's not working. Okay, well, we'll just play the sounds <laughs> and we'll go with it. All right, here we go. All right. I want to say I know what this one is, but I'm not for sure. 
I'm pretty sure I know who it is, but I don't know what the name of the ability is. I'm terrible with names of abilities, to be honest. Huh. All right. What is your answer? My answer is Scion. And I think it's his second, uh, mm. first special. I'm not sure I've ever heard any of Scion. I think it's abilities. the one where he grabs his face and then goes down. Yeah. It's his taunt. Okay. Not his taunt. His A. It's just the one where he's. The AoE. Scion's AoE. Um, I went with Force Strain, Darth Nihilus. Okay. And the answer All right. is. And the answer is. It is Force Strain, Darth Nihilus. Nice. Woo! That was my initial thought, but it doesn't didn't sound. There were parts of it that sounded different than four strain. I could have got that point, but I thought it was different. Damn. Yes. There we go. All right. Well, that pulls you one point ahead I, of me. I, Fantastic. I used to play with a sound on back when Nihilus was popular. So, uh, all right. Question two. <laughs> Question two. Which clip belongs to which stick wielder? Two stick wielders, two sound cliffs. Clips. Ooh. All right. That's the first one. And the second one. Okay, what's the second? Again, number one. This is, uh, this is tough. I'll play them again. All right, I have my answers, but I'm not sure if they're in the right order. I, I feel the same way. <laughs> All right, I'm feeling pretty good about my answer now. Ugh. I don't know if I want to go save, safe or go a little ballsy on this one because I kind of think that... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, crap. All right, I'm, I'm being brave. All right. What do you got? All right. I have Jin for number one and Ray for number two. Oh, okay. Uh, I had. I mean, that's a stick, right? Jin's using a stick. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't think about that. I don't know why I didn't think of Ray. I am. I think you may be. You might be right. Um, I put Ewok Elder. See mm-hmm. his little. Uh... But does he hit twice? I don't think he hits twice. Because I can, you can hear him hitting twice. Yeah, I was thinking he and did, I know with, but I'm I not I know with sure. Jin, she does the like the one back and yep. forth, and then Ray, her second special, slaps twice. Yep. And my second answer is Chariot. All right. Well, there's one I didn't think about. And he's totally... He's probably the answer to one of these. I would think so, but... I forgot about Chariot. All right. What are the All answers? Right. 
All right, well, Churret is an answer, but it's to A. No! I almost put Churret on both <laughs> for that reason. Crap! Yeah. Ugh. So Churret's on A, Scavenger Ray's on B. So I got Ray. I did not get uh, Churret. Gosh dang it. All right, so this is Churret. This is Scavenger yes. Ray. Very frustrating. So we are tied up at 21. All right. I like where this is going. Question three. Question three. Name the character that died. Ooh, all right. Who died? Ooh. Play it again. You have any idea? Because I don't. I already know. I knew the first time I heard it. Really? Yep. Huh. I'll give you a hint. Rhymes with Bleedo. That is so funny. <laughs> but what if you're right? Interesting. You don't you don't lose points if you get it wrong, so it's true. Alright. I got my answer. I'm gonna go with Darth. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I lied to you. It says at the top, subtract a point if wrong, plus one if correct. Oh. So I didn't want to. I didn't want right. to. That's fair. That's fair. I did not see that. Okay. I can't see much of it anyway. So sh- I'm staying with my answer. I'm, Do you want to answer? I'm going with Darth Sion. When I interrupted you. You had said Dar, and I thought you had the right answer, so I was hoping you would erase it. But you still had the wrong answer. I'm pretty sure you have the wrong answer. I could. Uh-oh. This could be another one of those moments when I look dumb, but I'm pretty sure that's Darth Vader. Interesting. All right, ready for the answer? Yep. Darth Vader. Not good. No. That makes sense. Ah, dang it. All right. Question four. All right, question four. All of these clips are basic attacks from these characters. Match them up. First order TIE pilot. I'm going to write these down. All right. And then put a number next to them. First order TIE pilot. Death trooper. Princess Leia, Boba Fett, and Han Solo. All right, all characters I use. So this should be this should be all right. So we easy, have right? first order Tie Pilot, Death Trooper, Leia, Boba, and Han Solo. Here is yes a. 
Again, A. You got your answer? Yeah, I think I have one for it. All right. Let's go to B. Why why is everyone shooting Tuscan Raiders? That's a really good question. <laughs> it's really want to shoot the Tuscan Raiders. Got your answer? I have to I'm trying to I'm having to move some things around here. Uh-oh. All right, I've I've moved some answers. All right. Going to C. God, I'm now moving more answers around. Alright. Going to D. Okay. That was D again. Moving on to E. This is Alright, I have a request. Can you play A again? Yes. Alright. Now C. I'll just play them in order. I'll play B next. Okay. <laughs> I love the Tuscan Raiders in it. They're great. C. That was C. That was C. If you gotta listen to them anymore for you to get your answers, yep. I'm, then go ahead. But I am got mine. That was D, and this is E. I got no clue. I just switched to because you kept playing sounds. So now I'm, but I'm pretty sure uh, that last switch got me the right. All right, answer. I'm gonna play D one more time because I need to hear it. All right, so that screws up a previous answer. I'm gonna play B real quick. <laughs> Oh. I think B should be obvious. I'll just say that. All right. I'm going to run through and play them all one more time. A. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. B. 
I, I, I don't know. I've changed my answers four times. <laughs> I literally have no freaking clue. I, All right. I do not. I don't know. Hold. <laughs> that one is killing me. I think I know who it is, but. <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna play E. <laughs> I, I I literally I I think we've hit the the I think we've run out of time. Dude, for this I question. literally have no freaking clue. So I've got my answers. Let's do it. All right. So I will name a character. You tell me what you got. First order tie pilot. I put C. Okay, you had C. Death trooper. Or sorry, I had D on that one. Death Trooper, I had E. Death Trooper, I also had E. Princess Leia. D. I think you got that one wrong. Context clues, my friend. B shot three times. Boba? <laughs> what, do you have? what do you have for Boba? A. I have C. Okay. Han Solo. B. I have A. Whew. So we have, we pretty much have, what did you put for Princess Leia? D. D? Okay. We pretty much have every one different besides the one I'm absolutely sure about, which is Death Trooper. So I think you got Death Trooper right. So I'm going to show up the answers now. All righty. First order tie pilot is A. So neither of us got that okay. right. Uh Death Trooper is E. We both got that one right. Okay. Han Solo is C. So neither of us got that one right. Okay. Boba Fett is D. So neither of us got that one right. <laughs> Princess Leia is B. I got that one right. Oh. Okay, so this is first order tie pilot. This is um this is Han Solo. Sorry. I wrote an answer down wrong. That was L- Leia. That was Leia. Leia. Uh this one is gonna be Han. This one is going to be Boba. This one's Death Trooper. I knew that one because Death Trooper has such a unique sound to his his blaster. It's hard not to recognize it. I was freaking guessing. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Well, you got one right on your guesses, so... I got two, you got one. 21 to 24 now, as we go into... Question number 21 to 24. Yes. All right. I like it. It was 20 to 22. Gotcha. All right. Question number Uh, five. 
The most humorous sounds most certainly come from one faction and one faction only. Uh-oh. Name the characters that correspond to these no, sounds. Oh, no. Each clip is their turn from beginning to end. Oh, crap. This is going to be bad. I have a feeling I know what faction this is, but I'm going to know none of them. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to write down A, B, and C so I can write down the character. And are you ready for the sounds? I think I'm ready. Here is A. <laughs> what? <laughs> what just happened? A again. Good lord. I think I know who that is. Okay. Here's B. <laughs> B again. That's all it. I think now I'm rethinking my answer because I, I didn't think hear I know that one. Any attack? All right, all right. Here's C. Again, C. Dude. No freaking clue. You're, everything I thought I knew is out the window. I need another. I need another run through. All right, here's A. You, oh, you want it again? Nope. I know what that one is. Well, I think I know. Here's B. Here is C. I'm pretty confident in my answers now, actually. I'm not. I'm pretty confident in all three, to be honest. I need to replay this one. I'm forgetting one. I cannot... I, I do not know. Ah! <laughs> oh my gosh. Sounds of Swaga, everyone. Oh, this is... Sounds of Swaga. Oh, this is brutal. Um... God, why can I not think of the name of that friggin' Ewok? Jesus. Um, His name's uh, Weebo. Weedo. Weedo. Uh, Perfect. Oh, this is so tough. <laughs> I know you're not going to give me one, which tells me you think something that rhymes with Weebo is a different answer, probably. Or not even on here. <laughs> I don't know. Who would... Oh, Tebow. Holy crap. I didn't think there was anything that rhymed with Weebo. <laughs> we, I, I didn't. Okay, hold on. I didn't say Weebo. I said Weedo, like Bleedo. Really? Only not realizing. Ble- oh my god! <laughs> now you're making me wonder if that's the answer. 
Well, I'm not going to tell you that for sure. <laughs> that sounds like a multi-hit. But I don't know. Did you ever finish that two-minute timer for questions? The what? Your two-minute timer for questions? No, I didn't. Because I don't know how much longer I want to give you when I think I have all the answers. All right. Go ahead. All right. For A, I think it is Wicket's AoE. What'd you have? I put Tebow. You mean Weebo? Yes, Weebo. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. All right, what did you have for B? Tebow. Tebow, okay. I had Low Gray. Okay. And for C? I had Chirpa. C for Chirpa. You had Chirpa too? I did. Okay. All right, you ready for the answers? Indeed. I would show you, but it's really tiny. There you go. I like it. All right, so here we go. Uh, the answers are 5A. Ooh. Surprise. All right. Not too bad. 5A is Wicket. 5B is T. Yes. And C is Chirpa. Nice. So we both got two. I I felt pretty good about B being Tebow. But I could not think of, uh, I could not think of Wicket. Well, see, I originally put Chirpa as A because I heard the multi-hits. But then when I heard um, C, I knew that was Chirpa calling in the troops or whatever. So I'm like, okay, what other Ewok move has multiple hits? Like, no other move calls in people, multiple people, more than two. So I'm like, all right, it had to be Wicked Sayoe yep. then. So, but I really didn't think it was Tebow, even though I recognized that that uh, that sounder in B. But that must be the sound that plays when he stealths himself. Yes, because I I do recognize yep. it. So, and th- yeah. that's probably why that one stuck out to me because you know back when I used to play with the sound on all the time, that's a sound. <laughs> that's why it sounded familiar and. Uh, you know, yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, you you guys are gonna have to let us know how you did on the sound trivia this week. So hit us up in Discord. Let us know what you thought of the sound trivia. Uh, we think it was this was definitely fun and a little bit different, to say the least. Uh, so big huge shout out to Tesh and everyone who submitted questions on this. Um, we didn't. I don't have a list of everybody who was in the slide, but uh, we really appreciate you guys helping us out and sending this. I'm sure it's probably a lot of work, but this was a really awesome idea for trivia. And, uh, you know, I think it went pretty well other than me having no clue on any of them and wanting to take 17 minutes per answer, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> that that The sounds was a lot of fun. I th- there's always things in this game to find to do trivia on that will just make me rub my temples so yeah hats off to you guys that submitted questions and tesh putting all that together absolutely that was a lot of fun yep uh why don't you hit that next slide and let us know what the uh, theme is going to be for next week all right next week this is what we got we got 
Next week's theme <laughs> is assorted. It's a so it says assorted. Ah, all right. So it could be anything, basically, which is awesome because next week we're going to find out who the loser is. Uh, you're up by three. It's twenty three, twenty six, and I plan on coming back and crushing you. Just wait. Do you not understand how bad I need to win? I do. Like just I do. Take a chill pill and let me have this one. <laughs> I probably won't have any say in the matter, but we'll see. All right, we'll see. Assorted. That scares me. That means anything could happen. Indeed. All right, dude. Well, uh big thanks to everybody who hung out in the live chat and as always Go to shatteredorder.com slash episode slash 95 and you can find all the detailed show notes for this episode. Uh, check out any of the other stuff we have going on at the Shattered Order. Come to our Discord, discord.me slash Shattered Order. Great community, lots of chatting always going on in there. Any of the announcements we're going to make and stuff like that's going to be there. We have a couple things we're working on. We're hoping, you know, over the next couple weeks we're going to have a few new announcements. Uh, a couple things you've been working on. Um as well as some other stuff that we've been working on. And, uh, yeah, let's make May a super exciting month. Yeah, definitely. Got a lot of stuff, cool stuff coming up in the game. Um, I don't know. Uh, let me do the maths real here, real quick here. Um, do, do, come on, do, go to do, do. May. Okay, so... 96, 97, 98, 99. May will not be episode 100. But we will be approaching episode 100 in the next uh, four to five weeks. So five weeks. Well, obviously we're at episode 95. So we are vastly approaching that 100 episode mark, hitting the millennium, not millennium, century mark. Yep. Very exciting. We have been doing this for a century. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's hard to believe so. we've been doing this thing that long. But, uh, yeah, thanks to everybody who listens to us ramble every every week. And uh, we will definitely be catching you guys next week. So, uh, beginning of the month, which means some giveaways. And I'm sure next week we're going to announce what we're going to do with, uh, you know, maybe... Uh, Yeti mic or a set of blue designs headphones that we have laying around ready to send to somebody. So exactly. Well, once again, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for all your support. Thanks for hanging out with us in discord. If you're in there, if you're not find me or wink, we'll get you a link. If not go to shattered order or sorry, discord.me slash shattered order. Check out our Twitter at shattered order. If you want to become a Patreon, go to patreon.com slash shattered order. If you're interested in subbing to our account, we would appreciate any support you guys have, whether that is monetary or feedback. If you want to send feedback to us at the shattered order at gmail.com, we will take it there. If you want to go on to IO or iTunes and leave a star review on there, we take everything you guys tell us to heart and try Absolutely. to use that feedback to make the podcast even better than it may or may not be right now. So indeed, that's it for this week. Next week, if you were here this week to hear about Bounty Hunter Reworks, we will be going over those characters in depth next week. 
enjoy uh, playing with them this week and join us in the live chat next week and tell us your experience with those characters as we talk about them and uh, some of your comments will get onto the podcast because I, you guys always have great insight and we like to hear what you have to say. So with all that said, I would like to say good night and we will see you next week, punk. Ah, later. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.